0: Are you sick and tired of feeling stuck? I know it's not a fun place to be because I've been there. And the good news is, you don't have to stay there. There is a way out, and I'm going to give it to you right now. You can get back in the driver's seat of your life, stop self-sabotage, and discover the clarity you need to move forward with ease. Does that sound like something you need? If it does, I want you to run, don't walk, but virtually run over to karenfreeland.com forward slash six hyphen secrets. That's forward slash six hyphen secrets today and get my six secrets to get unstuck. It's totally free and it will get you one step closer to living a life you love. Welcome to Rock Your Reinvention, the show for high-achieving career women who refuse to settle for mediocrity and aren't afraid to take bold action. This is a place where you can authentically show up, where every dream and goal can be validated and achieved. Hi, I'm your host, Karen Freeland, a certified life reinvention coach, speaker, and award-winning author. I'm here to give you the tips, tools, and strategies to help you shift your mindset, build your confidence, and take meaningful actions so you can rock your reinvention. Ready to go from stuck to thriving? Let's go. Hey, everybody. We have got an important topic today. We are going to round out the year with five mistakes to avoid when goal setting for 2024. Trust me, I have seen my fair share of high-achieving women just like you struggling with their goals. And I see the same old pitfalls and challenges happening over and over again. So, you know, this isn't to judge anybody. You know, you're not recreating the wheel here if you're feeling stuck and frustrated as you think about your goals. Like, these are things I see all the time. And I want to share these mistakes so that, one, you know you're not alone, and, two, you can get out of that comfort zone and get laser-focused on what you want to achieve in 2024 so that you have a better chance of realizing your full potential. It's funny because so many people don't want to get out of their comfort zone, but just outside your comfort zone, like that perimeter, that two or three steps beyond your current comfort zone is exactly where growth and change and success lies. So let's see what we can do to get all of you to avoid this mistakes and really get yourself on the other side of your comfort zone. Okay. Mistake number one that I repeatedly see women making, you're not focused on what truly matters. You're all over the place, ladies. You got a million things going on. And if this is coming in hot, sorry, but we're, we're going to have a little tough love today. But please focus on the word love because this is coming from a good place. When we scatter our focus across multiple goals, a little bit of progress will be made on some goals and it might feel rewarding, but it's not going to last because it never really adds up to enough significance because you're spread yourself way too thin and you're going to burn out and you're going to be frustrated. That is not the best way to approach it. And I know it's hard as a high-achieving go-getter. It's like, we want to do all the things, but we have to start prioritizing. Too many of us are hastily jumping into action, like maybe you want to get healthy. So you're like, I know, I'm going to start working out. And instead of starting to work out two days a week, I'm going to plan to go to the gym five days a week. Okay, what are the chances of that actually happening? Probably not good. In fact, I know they're not good because I've seen clients try to do this. Maybe you're dedicating a bunch of hours all of a sudden to your side hustle or you're overhauling your budget and you're trying to do all these things at once and now it's a recipe for frustration and burnout. So what do we do instead? We have to focus on what truly matters and we're gonna do that by prioritizing your goal and I'm sorry, they're not all important. They are not all created equal. So you've got to do the hard work to determine what do I absolutely need to get done this year? What is most important to me? The next thing we're going to do is implement gradually. Once you've got those goals outlined, you can start to bring them into your routine slowly but surely so that you're developing those good habits letting go of any bad ones, and achieving one goal at a time. Go slowly. There's nothing wrong with slow. I don't know why we feel like we always have to be go, 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 rush, 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 do everything as quickly as humanly possible. Let's all take a breath for 2024. I know we have some big audacious goals, but let's just implement them gradually over time, and I'm telling you, you will achieve way more than being all frenzied and hectic with it. And we need to be realistic about our time. I know you're busy, but we all have the same 24 hours in the day. So there's gotta be a way to focus on the ones that matter most and get those into your calendar and focus on the priorities versus trying to do everything at once. By focusing on what really matters and pacing yourself, you're gonna achieve way more meaningful progress and not overwhelm yourself which means you're going to stay focused on it throughout the year. But if you try to tackle them all at once and you're just trying to do everything regardless of priority, that's when everything burns and and goes up and you know goes to hell in a handbasket real quick. All right, mistake number 2 that a lot of high-achieving women are making when it comes to goal setting is your goals aren't aligned With your core values. This is the kiss of death. I don't know about you, but having worked in a corporate setting, right, I saw it a lot of times where my values just did not match up with what the company was valuing. So I'll give you an example. When I worked in tech, they just wanted to shove more and more devices and watches and things that were technologically connected to the internet and whatever and put them in front of kids, put them in front of their eyeballs, put them on their bodies. And I just couldn't get behind that. I'm like... We know radiation and this type of like waves are bad for you. I mean, I don't want to get like in trouble here, but it leads to brain cancer. Like, there's all kinds of research out there. Um, it reduces sperm count in young men and boys. I was like, I do not want this tablet on your lap. No, no, thank you. But I was working for a company that wanted to push all of that, and so I just could never feel good about that. If your goals are not aligned. To your core values, you're not going to be likely to achieve those goals because you're going to self sabotage. Like you are going to subconsciously be like, I don't want any part of this. And you're not going to follow through on those goals. And whether you realize you have core values or not doesn't really matter because we all have them. When your goals resonate deeply with what you fundamentally believe and value, That is going to transform into some compelling motivators that are going to fuel your passion and your perseverance. So what do you do if you don't know your core values or you haven't given thought to this? Well, first, start out by writing them down. What are your core values? Do you value time with family? Do you value independence? Do you value financial stability? Do you value freedom and flexibility? And there's no right or wrong, okay? So one person's values, it does not need to be another person's values. So really think about this for yourself. Take that time to turn inward and to reflect. And you can do a Google search, like list of values, and you will get all kinds of words that you can peruse. And you know you don't need to take them verbatim, but you can use it as inspiration for what you want your values to be. Next, you can evaluate your goals and see if any of them are out of alignment with your values. Okay, do they match up? Or any of them pulling you in a direction that feels like it's against your values? I'll try to give you an example. Let's say you were like, I want to get promoted, but I know that this next promotion is going to move me across the country and I have to pull my kids out of school and whatever. And I'm going to be traveling way more and I won't be around with them. But my number one value, I said, was time with family, mm, that doesn't seem like it's going to be aligned. right? That's just one example. Again, I'm not telling you not to take the promotion or whatever, that that's not a good goal, but it might not be the right goal for you if your values don't match up with it. Now, if you said your number one value is financial stability, and this job is going to give you that and help you pay off all your debt or whatever, then you might be like, yes, this is the right move for me. And that's great then you would take the role. but see what we're doing. We're just matching it up and seeing if it's congruent or not. And then, of course, you can make adjustments as necessary. So if there's anything that's out of whack or out of alignment, you either adjust your goal and change it or you find another goal to replace it that might be similar but then within your values and maybe drop the goal altogether, right? Like, I don't know, you'll have to see as you're looking through your list what makes sense for you to do. But it's gonna be very hard for you to go, oh, this goal is in direct conflict with my values. I'm just gonna go for it anyway. I don't think that's gonna turn out well. So get your goals in harmony with your core values and they are gonna feel so much better and so much more attainable for you. All right, mistake number three, you're avoiding all risk. Hmm. Spoiler alert. Everything has some risk attached to it. Yeah, even deciding to do nothing and staying the status quo is risky. Think about it. What happens if you wake up on your deathbed and you regret all of your life choices and you ask yourself, what if, what if, what if I had done this? Yeah, there's this false sense of security in staying the same and in not making decisions. Everything has risk. But that doesn't mean that we do crazy things and we just recklessly go after any daring idea that pops in our head or we just walk in and quit our job without a plan, right? I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is stop avoiding all risk. Everything is risky. Starting a podcast for me, risky, right? There was some money I had to invest in. I don't know if people were gonna listen or not, right? There were like there's plenty of risk, and yet it was calculated. I tested it out first on Instagram, and then I moved it into my Facebook group, and I practiced my interviewing skills, and I took some classes on how to start a podcast and what to do. Like It was all calculated. So don't be afraid of that calculated risk. What can you do if you're facing some risk in your goals? Well, first look at the potential risk and the rewards. Right? We always look at the risk, but we forget to look at the rewards. Yeah, there might be some risk, but what's the payoff in the long run? What's the upside? And you don't have to go all in right from the get-go. Like, start small. If you feel that it is risky, you can just take baby steps, right? Maybe it's changing a small piece of your routine first, or maybe it's going to one or two networking things to kind of feel something out. Maybe you just approach your work with a different mindset. I mean, these changes don't always have to be crazy, epic changes. And whatever you do as you're exploring risk, learn from your mistakes. I mean, not everything is going to pan out the way you expected. That's just a given. That's table stakes, right? But every time something doesn't go quite the way you want, you have an opportunity to learn and grow And then do something different next time. As long as you stop and reflect and you get the learning, it's all worth it. It's all worth it to take those calculated risks. So remember that your goals for 2024 are going to have to include a little bit of risk, but that's nothing that you can't overcome and handle. Mistake number four, you're not prioritizing your well-being. All right, ladies, I just want you to sit with that one for a second. Yes, one of your goals needs to be focused around your health and well being. I am a firm believer that success is holistic. So when you prioritize your well being in alignment with your goals, success is going to come. But to me, killing myself having poor physical health, poor emotional health, poor mental health, and like making a lot of money or something else, that is not success in my eyes. If it is in your eyes, okay, we definitely are running by different playbooks here in life, but that's not what I want. I don't want to be ill all the time like I was when I was in corporate, but making all this money, no thanks. I would rather make 50% of what I was making in corporate And feel like a million bucks every day and have all the energy and well being that I need to care for my husband and hang out with my kids and take care of my dog and all that good stuff. So, what can you do if you want to start prioritizing your well being? Well, for starters, make sure that there's some level of self care in your regular routine. Now, I know you hear the word self care and you go, oh, okay, a manny petty. No. Yes, that can be self-care, but no, that's not all I'm talking about. Sometimes it's just a moment of gratitude in the morning when you first wake up. Just thanking your higher power for waking you up today and that you're ready for whatever comes your way. Maybe it is doing you know, a 10-minute power yoga class. I mean, these things don't have to take a lot of time. It could be starting with a little devotional or something. It could be just sitting quietly in the dark with your coffee. I don't don't know. Whatever it is that gives you a few minutes to just feed your soul, nourish yourself, and prepare you for whatever's ahead. The other thing you can do is monitor your stress levels. Got to be aware of what your triggers are and start taking steps to mitigate them, manage them. And this might look like delegating some tasks that you normally do finding someone to help, and I know asking for help can feel scary, but it's a sign of strength, or revising your goals to make them more manageable. We've got to be realistic again about how much time we can carve out for everything. And don't forget to prioritize your sleep and your nutrition. What you eat, what you put in your body is what is fueling you. And for way too many years, I fueled myself on caffeine. But I, my body was like, I'm tired. I need to rest. And I'm like, no, more caffeine. You will drink more caffeine and stay up. But I'm so stressed out. Oh, I know. Well, we'll have alcohol to bring us back down. And it was just like this horrible concoction. And I always felt like garbage. I always had stomach issues. I always slept like crap. Well, no wonder because of what I was putting into my body. So let's start making sure that we have a good regular bedtime and that we are putting the right things in our body for 2024. When you are well-rested, you are healthy and mentally resilient, you are going to be in a much better position to tackle all of your goals effectively. I have learned the hard way, so take my advice. Don't do what I did, and you will be in a much better position. Because really, think about it. I mean, Your goals are irrelevant if you're not healthy enough to be around to achieve them and enjoy the fruits of your labor. Like, what is the point if you're killing yourself? It's crazy. All right, and the last mistake I have for you today is mistake number five, and that is not setting a deadline or a target. Okay, ladies, especially if you have a business. I had a client a while back and she refused to set goals for her business because she's like, if I don't hit it, then I'm going to be angry with myself and it's not going to feel good. And I totally appreciate that. I get that because I have been in your shoes, right? I remember starting my business and being like, I don't want to set a target or I'd set a target and I wouldn't hit it. And that's how I'd feel. I'd feel really crappy. But here's the problem. When we don't have something with a sense of urgency or something to motivate us, something to push us towards this targeted deadline or this targeted number, we don't achieve it because we're just like, oh, I have time or I don't know, it doesn't matter if I don't really hit that number and I hit something else, whatever. We're treating our business like a hobby or whatever your goal is. You're basically looking at it like a hobby and not something that you're serious about if there are not deadlines and targets. I know that's uncomfortable for some of you but we have to have deadlines. And here's the thing. Deadlines are gonna help you prioritize your time too, which is gonna be critical for your success because you can look at all of your goals and go, oh, well, I know this has to happen by this date or this time, so let me prioritize that first. Here are a few strategies, just quick tips on how to set deadlines for your goals. Be realistic with your timelines. It's always helpful to pad it a little bit and give yourself some more wiggle room than constantly kicking the can down the road, right? You're trying to be really efficient. You're like, no, I'm going to get this done in one month, and then it really is something that should have taken three months. And now you're moving the deadline back, and you keep feeling like you're failing. So try to be as realistic as possible with setting that time frame up front. And if anything, you know, push it out a little bit further, and then you can try to hit sooner, and you'll be like, woohoo! I over delivered and under promised look at me go. If you have really big lofty goals, break them down into smaller pieces. Find smaller milestones and give those things dates so that you can be tracking towards the bigger, larger overall goal. This is going to make it a lot less daunting. And it's what I have done with a lot of my big goals, like launching my book and you know running my business. Like I'm constantly like, okay, I'm going to launch this book at this time, but by this date, I want to be done with part one, or I want to have the whole thing written, or by this date, I'm going to have it edited. So the bigger goal is launch a best-selling book, but I had all these little pieces that needed to happen moving up towards it, and that's a lot less overwhelming for me. And then, of course, you're going to need to review those deadlines and adjust as things happen because, look. Life happens, right? It gets in the way. And sometimes something more important pops up. You have a sick kid, or your spouse loses their job, or something happens, and you've got to be flexible. So give yourself the grace and the space to move things around and try not to be too optimistic with timelines or too conservative, right? You want to try to find that sweet spot, but things are going to happen. And that's okay, that's part of the process. Whatever you do, just don't make the mistake of not having a deadline or a target. I'm inviting you to see deadlines as a commitment to yourself. This is something you're doing for yourself. It's not meant to stress you out or make you feel bad. It's meant to be a powerful tool that can actually boost your ability to achieve your goals. So quick recap here. Mistake number one, you're not focused on what truly matters. So let's make sure we're getting our priorities in order and we're focusing on the biggest and most important things first. Mistake number two, your goals aren't aligned with your core values. So anything that's not matching up, we've got to adjust that. We've got to fix it because it's going to be really hard to achieve a goal that is pulling you against your values. Mistake number three, you're avoiding all risk. Sorry to tell you there will always be some risk, so let's take calculated risks and then learn from anything that doesn't go the way we wanted it to. Mistake number four, not prioritizing your well-being. We're not doing that in 2024. We are making sure that there is time carved out to fill our cup. And mistake number five, not having a deadline or target. Again, if you want this to be a legit goal and you want any hope of achieving it, you've got to have a deadline or target, okay? If you're ready to take on your big goals, this should help you achieve them in 2024. However, for some of you, you might be like, look, I'm still kind of trying to figure out what my goals should even be, Karen. I need some help. If that is you or you are unsure of your big purpose in life, I want to invite you to get my book, Grab Life by the Dreams. It's available wherever books are sold digitally, so Amazon, Barnes Noble, whatever. And in the book, I share my exact goal-setting process and how you can turn inward to uncover the answers to your unique purpose. You can also listen to episode two on Rock Your Reinvention. It gives an overview of what's in the book and how it will benefit you. So that's available. But if you're just like, yep, nope, I think I need that extra level of support, Karen, go get the book, grab Life by the Dreams, and it's going to be a great guide for you as you explore change and setting your goals. And if you do create your goals through this process or when you're reading the book, drop me a note. I love to hear from listeners and readers And once I know your goals, then I can check in on you from time to time and see how they're going. So yes, I will hold you accountable if you reach out. All right, everybody, until next time, stay fabulous and happy new year. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you're inspired to take action by committing to one of the tips or strategies we talked about in today's episode. And if you want accountability and support, I've got your back. Join my private Facebook group, Successful Working Women, Rocking Reinvention today. You'll find a community of like-minded women waiting to support you. Exclusive content and helpful resources to ensure you succeed. Lastly, if you loved this episode, do me a favor and be sure to leave a review. Together, we can encourage more women to live their purpose. See you next time.